but I'm back like I ain't never left. And this chair squeaks. <laughs> What's up? Y'all miss me? I miss y'all. It's the times. Oh, that sounds the cool. energy. Oh, look at this guy. It's the vibe. Dale. It's the things you can't touch that hurt the most. Mm-hmm. That feeling. Oh, God. Uh, I'm back up on my shit again. Feeling like baby could save me in. In my bag like it's Birkin. I'm in that bitch like I'm searching for loose change. See a chicken, I kick game. Like Luke Kang hit it once and I terminate her. Hasta la vista. I see. Yeah, that shit was corny. Look, I did this thing for you. I put ink to skin for you. When I lost it all, still gave a smile to a hater. On my grind like a skater, give a fuck what they say. It's okay that I ain't okay. Just looking forward to a better day. Catching feelings and not flights. I ain't living right. Everything went left. I ain't got nothing left. With all this gold on my neck, they couldn't take it when they came to collect. I'm from Vegas. What's next? Might as well bet. Kasabian Lavo. That's my name. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show, and I am back. Yeah. So, let me catch you up. I lost everything. Like, I'm dead ass broke. All my shit gone. Don't ask what happened. I ain't talking about it no more, but that did happen. So, I'm asking for support. And I'm not asking for a handout. So, just understand that when we say donate or hit you know, the store and get our merch. Um, that's just to support the team, especially now. Like I can't even front. I never talked about it before. I'm not good at promoting my own shit, but I have to, um, definitely take the bull by its horns. So head over to www.klavo.com and pick up some merch, subscribe to the podcast, you know, send your donations in. Um, you know, we're fully independent again, like this time for real. So, uh, until things get right and I get my stores back open and this real estate shit starts to pop off. Um, this is what I'm doing. You know, I'm, I'm entertaining. I'm an entertainer. I'm a businessman. I've been having meetings. I, I, I'm talking about opening a weed lounge. We're coming up with different ways on, on how to, you know, get the smell out of the restaurant. It's going to be a lounge slash restaurant. We got to, we're coming up with like turnover conversions or, or, you know, flat tickets. Uh, I'm talking to, multi-billionaires that are willing to sit down and talk to me about my ideas. And, you know, I'm always one that, that loves to spread the knowledge and the joy. And I feel like my, my, um, my calling in life was like to, to just like put everybody else in the power. Like at first I always wanted to be a millionaire, right? I accomplished that. And then at some point I said, damn, well, if I could make 10 millionaires, what that make me? Right. So that was always my goal um, when when things got good for me and I figured it out and I made a lot of money. I lost it all. I lost it twice. Uh, I'm not homeless. My kids got a home. They got a roof over their head. They got food. And if we got to eat noodles and daddy got to go out there and drive and work at Walmart or some shit and daddy got to do what he got to do to get money in here. And, you know, I, I'm never too proud to work. I'll never judge nobody on what they do. I don't ever talk down on a working man. I don't ever talk down on a working woman. Um, do what you got to do to make your money. Uh, I understand the struggle and I'm right there with y'all. And although, uh, at first, you know, I hurt my pride, but I'm here and I ain't gonna let that shit stop me. And let's just get right into it. Uh, I hate starting the show this way, but once again, um, we have another death in music and, uh, to pop culture, juice world, rest in peace. Uh, the young man, uh, 
there's a lot of rumors going around as to how he passed. If you're hearing this, you know, on Friday, it's a little too late for us to really talk about what happened. Uh, what's done is done. The rumors are going out there, and uh, it's, it's it's sad. Um, a lot of artists that have mental issues, such as myself, like I suffer from fucking mental health issues. I think I might be severely depressed, but I hate calling it depression because I don't feel like I'm depressed. Like, I'm still laughing. I'm still smiling. I'm just going through shit, and, you know, I get sad from time to time. It's not really sad. It's just overwhelming because it feels like there's so many things going against you and feel like you can't win. You can't win. Uh, stress is a motherfucker. Uh, not being able to express yourself. Like, even though we use music to express ourselves, let's be honest, like, sometimes it just it's not enough. Um, when I first started, I toured for five years straight, didn't stop. That drove me insane. You don't understand what that pressure's like. It's a different time. The internet's here. When I was famous, like famous, famous, we're no fucking internet. We're just learning the internet. And I never wanted fame. I thought that's what I wanted. I never wanted fame. It was like the worst thing for me. It's a horrible, that's a horrible drug. Um, am I ready for it now? Yes. That's a whole different conversation. What I'm speaking of is just the, the, the daily pressures of being a new artist, an artist that's being creative, and a person that's dealing with just mental health issues in general. We have ups and downs. I can speak for myself. Sometimes I feel for real like I, I, I feel like I'm running the world. And then, you know, in the same breath, I, I feel like I'm probably the worst, fat, worthless piece of shit you've ever seen. I mean, like, grandiose. Nothing can stop me. And then, can't nothing pick me up. There's no medicine for this shit. You just kind of got to talk about it, right? When I first started this show, I really wanted to talk to those people. And I really wanted to pass on, you know, the knowledge that I have of business and politics with people that feel like they're left out or don't understand themselves. I'm going to be 33 today. I can't believe I made it this far. Can I, <clears throat> can I say that? I grew up in a really bad neighborhood. I was told that, and, and I'm sorry, you know, I'm off the juice world thing. Like I said, by now you guys have heard what happened. I, I can't get my input on it. Uh, rest in peace to the boy. Condolences to his family and all his fans. I know, you know, it sucks to see, you know, somebody you look up to pass, especially at such a young age, 21. Uh, and that's, you know, that's difficult. It's very difficult. And, you know, I, I just wish peace upon his family and I hope he didn't suffer. That that's my biggest fear is suffering during death. I'm not afraid of death. I'm afraid of the pain that comes with it. I think life is the hardest thing we deal with. So death's got to be easy. Another, a whole another day. Let's not even get into that. Let's not even get into that. But. I grew up in a neighborhood and in a time period where. In middle school, I was told that at 13, I might not see 14. I might not even get to see 13 because of the environment that we were in. I was told that I would be in a gang. They were right. Excuse me. I was told that I would do drugs. They were wrong. I didn't do drugs. I sold drugs at a very young age. I was told that if we had sex with a girl, either we would get AIDS, another type of STD, get her pregnant or be accused of rape. So I was terrified of sex. 
I respect sex and I do talk about it a lot in my music and people think that that's all I do is go around fucking a bunch of chicks. That's not the case. I'm very, very particular and very picky with where I place myself. Uh, I hold that to the highest honor. I know it sounds corny and people be like, oh, you fool shit. No, I'm dead ass. Like, I'm not giving my dick away to just anybody. And I think everybody should understand that that type of energy right there don't go away. You, that that type that vibe right there that me being inside of you like that's forever like so please choose wisely who you lay with and who you deal with that type of shit right there is forever you carry that body i mean that's why we call them bodies you carry that body you know what i'm saying but i was told that if we even tried it a girl would accuse us of rape we would go to jail we were told that we'd be in jail before 18 a few times they weren't wrong. <laughs> they really weren't wrong. I mean, our school was shut down for shootouts. Uh, I was jumped. My teeth are fucked up because of being jumped and fighting. Uh, my nose is fucked up because of fighting. I grew up in a very hostile environment. I say that I have PTSD from living in the hood. I have a hyper vigilance. Um, unfortunately, that everybody's out to get you mentality. It don't go away. Um I approach everything very, very aggressively. I don't mean to, but I do. And I know a lot of people that do. And it always worries them when I'm very well-spoken. My vocabulary is, I mean, it's it's pretty decent. And I'm able to, uh, I guess I'm just able to give my truth and the truth in the same like I, I'm, I'm, I would rather be honest and be wrong, right? Than f- like fix things or make thing mold things to make me right. Like I, I have no problem admitting my wrongs. I have no problem admitting my weaknesses. That's my strength is knowing when I'm wrong, admitting my wrong, and following through. And then I understand just basic common sense. Being raised by my grandparents was awesome because you know with them it was basic, and that's the best shit ever because I look at things basic. There's nothing crazy. Um, I I never thought I'd see 33 I never thought I'd see 25 Like honestly After you know 16 I lost a friend at like 7 years old He got hit by a fucking truck and died uh, pff, I don't know any of my childhood friends uh, A lot of past A lot of shootings Senseless violence Brothers gone Sisters gone Shootings, stabbings, car accidents, reckless nights. There's a lot of things that we've lost people to. I used to be afraid of age. I used to say, you know, like, man, old people, old people. I was very proud that at 18 I had accomplished as much as I did. At 18 I had accomplished a a, a fucking amount of money that people twice my age had never seen. I was able to say that I had made such an impact in my own life for my little family at 18, 19, that I changed my world forever. So me losing everything now is not a big deal. I'm not afraid. Okay, nothing scares me. What the fuck? What, what, they got to kill me. That's why I say that type of shit. Like, you got to kill me. Because as long as I'm here, I'm going to go out there and get it. I'm a go-getter. I'm a doer. I don't. There's no talking. When it's time for action, we just go. We just go. You know, I don't know any other way. I'm a loud mouth until it's time for go. 
once this you know action I'm, I'm with it let's get it there's no more talking there's no more talking so seeing 33 is crazy like i don't feel 33 i don't know what that's supposed to feel like if that makes sense i don't look it uh It's crazy. Like, for real, like, I, I almost take a, a, a sigh over it all because I'm just like, damn, man, like, that's great. 33. Good for me. Like, I, I did that. That's what's up. It's crazy. You know, on my birthday, I reminisce on my birthdays. I've always reminisce about, like, my past and reminisce about the ups and downs and then my accomplishments. But unfortunately, the way my brain works is that it focuses on all the things that I haven't done. And it just makes me go, shit, there's so much more to do. You're not even close to what you want to be. Um, it affects me that I'm probably not as impactful as I thought I would be. Uh, me being so antisocial and hiding from people has definitely hindered my my career. I'm trying to change that. I'm doing the best I can. Uh, bear with me. That's all I can say. I'm working on it, though. I really am. Uh, back to the show, though. No more about me. Again, rest in peace, Juice World. That's a big, big deal. You know, we could jump right into the whole legend thing. So what's a legend? Like, I don't know why everybody's listening to this man about this whole legend shit. Um, it, it Whack 100 has been in music for a long time. He talks a lot of random shit. I'm not going to take his fucking word and ride on it like, oh, yo, whatever Wax says is 1,000. No, man, look, I don't know. Um, to be a legend, though, you have to be impactful. So I feel like I'm nowhere near a legend at all. I feel like I probably haven't impacted not shit. And um, it ain't for me to say that I'm a legend. If I become that one day, cool. If not, that's cool, too. That was never one of my goals was to be a legend, I don't think. I think, honest, I don't know. I never even thought about it. I just wanted to be myself that was always my goal so when they say juice world was a legend uh, i don't want to talk negative on the kid but if he impacted your life that way then sure uh musically not in my eyes but that's my opinion nipsey hustle is a legend in in my opinion my eyes for what he's done for where he came from from the struggles and the things that he did that makes him a legend to me you know um, Nicki Minaj is a legend Remy Ma is a legend I bring them up because I was just watching that Love and Hip Hop uh, super trailer And I saw Remy and Remy said some things That, that kind of fucked me up because Remy's a rapper Rapper and she was like you know I can't go out there In a thong and shake my ass I gotta rap I gotta make good music That's how I feel I feel like I just gotta make good music I, There's no there's no um Gimmick to it you know what I'm saying It's just good either it's good you love me or you hate me and fuck, it is what it is. But um, Eminem's a legend. T-Pain's a legend. Soldier Boy is a fucking legend. You see what I'm saying? Like, these people are legends. What Soldier Boy was able to do in music, a million copies this, a million that, produced, written, released on his own, amazing what that kid did. He can't do it again, though. <laughs> I'm just talking shit. I'm just me being a hater. But, you know, a legend has to do something that's never been done. It has to go down in history. Like, when I got pissed off over the whole, when they said that Mac, or not Mac Miller, excuse me, rest in peace, Mac. When they said Macklemore, 
had the number one song of the decade. Get the fuck. Suck my dick. No, the fuck he didn't. Macklemore was garbage. That shit was a blip on the fucking map. That motherfucker came through. White privileged it up. I don't give a fuck. I don't even use that word. But I'm going to tell you this. That was bullshit. Because when he posted uh, the fucking text between him and Kendrick at the Grammys and all that bull and they gave him a Grammy for that corny ass song. And hey, let's keep it a buck, bro. You ain't never wrote a hook. Your hooks are garbage. Your last album was a flop. Flop. Okay, so you was a drug addict and you and you made it out. Congratulations. Nobody gives a fuck, bro. You had a good, catchy song thanks to your producer and the other writers around you. Not you. Not you. Your voice is dope. You could have done better, but you're not a good fucking... You're not... You know, you wouldn't... You're not... You did not have the best song or the highest played or whatever the fuck you think it was. Bullshit. I don't buy that. That's bullshit. That's not legendary shit, bro. Bad Bunny's a legend. He brand new. He a legend. Fucking legend. You know what I'm saying? But the legend conversation is just like music. It's all subjective. Some people are legends and some people are urban myths at best. That's how I feel about a lot of old rappers now. And you know what? This conversation has been dying. It's been had. It's been having to have been had. No, that shit was horrible English. This conversation has needed to be spoken upon. Damn, what the fuck am I trying to say right now? I ain't smoke, y'all. I'm sorry. But... Like, I listened to a lot of older rappers, right, that we grew up on, and we were like, yo, this motherfucker's so dope. And then you listen to it now, and you go, wow, your bars are weak as fuck. Like, 14-year-old me, 12-year-old me thought you were dope as fuck. I listen to you now, and I'm like, oh, man, I'll pick your ass apart if we had to battle. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of those. Like, a lot. A lot of people, they ride their dicks, and you're like, oh, man, I mean, such and such was the best ever. And they're like, eh, man, not really. Not really. Like, I found it funny. Remember when they were talking shit about Migos and they were like, oh, they don't even rap words and they, they ain't this, they ain't that. And then fucking Offset was like, fuck, how the fuck we ain't rappers when the first rap song was a hip hop, a hip a hip hop hop, all that bullshit. <laughs> Yo, that shit was funny. That was funny. And yeah, he got a point. You know, so shout out to everybody that's doing their thing. You know, not everybody's going to be a legend. Not everybody's going to be, you know, impactful in the world. And, and that's just, that's okay. Sometimes you got to let that type of shit be. Um, earlier, I was talking about how I feel about sex and things of that nature because of, of you know, my, my upbringing. Here's another thing. Um, over-sexualizing shit is corny. Like, I find that shit corny. That's just corny. Like, I love beautiful women. I love women that have uh, fit, toned bodies. I, I pride myself in working out. I tend to go for the more, I don't know, in shape women, I guess. It's so hard to talk about this shit because people get so fucking offended. And, you know, seeing Lizzo out here doing what she's doing to me is just like a cry for help. Like, she's sick, yo. Like, y'all keep giving her attention and shit. And guess what? That's cool, man. Like, that's cool if that's what you like. My thing is, though, time and place. Like, you a fucking mutt, yo. You at a basketball game showing your ass sitting on a fucking chair. Like, that's nasty. And stop copping out. The cop out is that. She's fat, so you're 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 shaming her because she's fat. So, when the fuck did that become a problem? Who the fuck are you to tell me I gotta like fat girls? But like, I don't like that. Don't tell me who I like. I don't like big girls. It's not my thing. I'm not into it. So I feel how the fuck I feel. Get over it. You feel how you want to feel. You want to go fuck her? Go fuck her. That ain't my business. Like, I'm a real live and let live type of person. You know what I'm saying? But if that's what you want to do, go for it, man. Do that shit, bro. That ain't got nothing to do with me. Got nothing to do with me. You know? And 
that's fine. You want to be sexy, be sexy. But goddamn, man, like fucking leave something to the imagination. And you don't see nobody else wilding like that. Yo, I know paid hoes that go to basketball games and they'll be in there so conservative. Jeans on and a t-shirt, real quiet. You ain't none of that. You wildin'. You wildin'. And that shit is not cute. That's not women empowerment. That's not none of that. There's nothing empowering about her being a whore. Like, that's whore shit. Take it how you want to take it. It is what it is. You out here just showing your body for what? Like, nobody wants to see it. Somebody said earlier, Lizzo is like an unsolicited dick pic. I agree 1,000%. That shit is wild. Wild. I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, I... I why is women empowerment always go to to women getting naked or wearing whatever they want or fucking everybody they want to fuck like that? I have daughters. I'm all for women empowerment. I tell my little girls they're going to run the fucking world because they are. I am their father. They have my hustle. They have the looks of their mother. They have the brain of of a, a fucking genius in them. And they have the beauties, uh, uh, the beauty of a goddess. Like both my daughters are beautiful. And I tell them every day. You're the prettiest little girls I've ever seen. You're be- hey, beautiful. Good morning, beautiful. Daddy loves you. I tell my wife the same thing. Hey, beautiful. You're the prettiest thing. I always compliment my wife. I got a compliment what's mine. Baby, that, that motherfucking ass right there, boy. I'll tell you what. Would you come bring that motherfucker over here. The feeling that motherfucker give me. You know what I'm saying? I see my little shorty. Baby, the motherfucking lips, man. Come here and get, give me a kiss them pretty ass lips. You know what I'm saying? It don't always got to go to some sexual shit. Give me a hug, baby. I just want a hug. Come here. Sit with me. You know what I'm saying? You so pretty. You so cute. You Why? One, because I truly believe it and I love them. And two, because I don't think that you acting like a fucking whore deserves fucking validation for you to be empowered. Like, that's weird. That's weird. That's weird as fuck. Like, no. No. I'm proud of you for accomplishing things. I'm proud of you for... Pulling out of adversity Lizzo I'm proud of you for being The great fucking singer that you are The talented musician that you are That's the shit that I'm fucking proud of you about Why don't you showcase more of that shit Show little girls that you play a bunch of instruments Show these little girls that you're a great writer If you are I don't know if you write your music Do that How about you start businesses and talk to girls about starting businesses Do that But if it's a I love you Or it's a hug you need Or a compliment then get you a, a man that's going to, you know, do that for you. Don't come to us for that shit. That's weird, yo. And it's nasty. It's just fucking nasty, bro. Nobody finds that shit cute. You're not uh, you're not the queen of empowerment because of that. Um, And let's talk about the, the impeachment trials. Uh, This is probably the weirdest shit I've ever seen, right? I'm going to tell you why. If you've ever been to court, if you've ever watched TV and watched a court show, you know some of the terminology. So when you hear these people talking, all the shit they talking, right? It must make you go, what the fuck is happening here? Not a single person. Excuse me. I got gassed. Goddamn rock star. Not a single person was a real witness to the alleged crime, which wasn't a crime. There's still no crime. They haven't announced one crime. They said that the funds were held so that the other president would do something that was false. Then they said that they're saying that the reason that he wanted them to investigate Joe Biden was to make it easier for him when they ran against each other. Well, here's the thing. They keep on saying that Trump is trying to, uh, um, Oh, I'm drawing a blank. (laughs) Fuck me. They're trying to say that Trump is trying to 
interfere with the election. And they say again, which is bullshit. Never happened. So now they say that he is using a foreign entity to get dirt on a political adversary. That's not true, though, because Joe Biden still hasn't even won the fucking Democratic vote. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, we don't even know who the fuck is running on the Democratic side right now. Like, it's so quiet for them. It's, it's crickets. These fucking people are insane, right? So, first off, Joe Biden has not won anything to say that he's going to run against Donald Trump. He's former vice president. Stop calling that motherfucker the vice president. He's former vice president Joe Biden, and he committed a crime. That's a fact. Came out of his fucking mouth. The transcript that caused all of this is available to be read There is no crime in there. The things that they keep on saying aren't true. They're using verbiage that was not in the transcript. They are using these made up fucking ideas and they're saying, well, that's what he meant because he speaks in code. Yo, 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 yo. Let me tell you something. You ever go to court and say, oh, no, we were speaking in code. I wasn't talking about selling crack. The judge going to get your ass in the back. You're. It doesn't make any sense that the, the, the highest powers of the fucking land are sitting there honestly trying to make shit up just to get rid of Donald Trump. Like, this shit is pathetic. Of course he's not going to come up there. What are you coming up there for? It's all bullshit. You have the transcript. What started all was a whistleblower, right? So a snitch, per se. A secondhand snitch. Wasn't even in the fucking room. Said something. Then the the, the piece of paper that showed... What the fuck was said doesn't say anything that he said. Nothing. There's no evidence or proof behind anything that they're saying. And they want to impeach this man. Bill Clinton sucked the... (laughs) Pause. Bill Clinton got his dick sucked and lied about it. He was impeached. He wasn't removed, but he was impeached. Was it Johnson that was impeached as well? And then Nixon left. He wasn't impeached. He resigned. So they couldn't impeach him, but he was going to be impeached. And guess what? That was Hillary Clinton in that movie, by the way. Uh, Watergate. And then, you know, you got Hillary now with, you know, Bill or, you know, future. She gets up with Bill and Bill goes down for some stupid shit and becomes the, the fucking president that's impeached as well for a blowjob. It's crazy that they have nothing. They're pushing this made-up bullshit. It's not going to go anywhere. There's nobody listening to this shit that believes this bullshit. Nobody. They have no fucking fight in this. They're breaking a lot of rules just to make it seem right for themselves, which is a lot of bullshit that the left loves to do. Um, Pay attention to the words they use. They have nothing that's fucking like... uh, Nothing that's substantial. They have nothing that's honestly damning. It's just made-up shit. It's complete fucking malarkey at best. And I like that word malarkey because that's what it is. It's all bullshit. You literally have a room full of people that are saying that something was said that wasn't said. And that's why we're going to impeach him because they feel a type of way. Unfortunately, in a court of law, feelings don't fucking matter. You can't impeach our president because you have a fucking problem. Uh, Joe Biden broke the law. And I spoke about this before. I'm just blown away at how this impeachment bullshit keeps going. And everybody's sitting there like, oh, we got him. Y'all don't got shit. Shut the fuck up. And in all reality, when you blow the top off of this shit, the people that are going to come out guilty is fucking Joe Biden and Obama. It's pretty fucking pathetic. 
you know, there's a lot of shit that these judges and these attorneys and these things like they had a bunch of witnesses or the so-called witnesses. One, none of them were there. So you're not a witness Two, you're a professor and you're giving us um, you, you're explaining to us what the crime is and you're giving us this visual according to you. Who the fuck? Like, no. Hey, bro, if he did it, he did it. There's no proof of none of that being done. You guys are just saying a bunch of shit that makes it seem like something was done that wasn't done or it could have been. You don't go to jail for what could have been. You cannot be prosecuted for what could have been. That's just fucking weird. It really is. I'm over the whole impeachment thing. I think it's fucking pathetic. These fucking people are animals. It is stupid as shit. It feels good to be back, y'all. If you listen this far, I thank you. Y'all know how I feel about doing this. Um, I really appreciate this opportunity. I mean, the fact that I have anybody even listening blows me away. Thank you to all my fans. Thank you to everybody that gives a fuck. Thank you to the people that just listen to talk shit back to me. Um, I'm sorry if it wasn't a great show. Uh, I got a little rust on me. I'm gonna keep it a billy with you, but uh, I'm glad I'm back. My name is Xavier Lavo. Living the moment. Yeah, living the moment.